Welcome to the Fam Time Podcast, where we discuss family worship, intentionality, and many other topics related to home discipleship. We hope to encourage and equip you in your parenting journey so that many generations will hear and believe the gospel of Jesus Christ. Welcome back to the Fam Time Podcast. My name is Frank Trimble, and I am excited, as always, to be with you. I love this conversation that we're walking through in this Coaching Corner mini-series. I love it because um, parents need encouragement. Parents need training. Uh, Parents need support. They need accountability. They need so many things. I keep saying they. I'm a parent. I need these things. And um, local churches are there to make that happen by the grace of God. Family Time is a a parachurch organization. We love to partner directly with families, uh, but we love also to partner with local churches and their staff members, their pastors, their leaders, their elders, Um, just their leadership team, just knowing that God has called them in their local context to stay with these folks and continue to train these folks as they seek to live into the identity of primary disciple maker that God has given them. So in our first several episodes, we've covered things like our senior leaders on board with this family ministry vision, our senior leaders being trained in family ministry. What does that mean for lead pastors? Our children's and youth pastors aligned and our children's and youth pastors being trained. Um, Our programs aligned, what we offer in the church, are they all on the same page? And then in our last episode in the Coaching Corner series, we talked about this question. We looked at this question, are current resources being maximized for families? Now, today, you know, initially, and if you listen to our last episode, I kind of teed this up as we're going to talk about two questions in the next episode. But as I looked at it, I wanted to split it up into two. Here are those two questions that will ultimately be the next two episodes. Do parents know the why of home discipleship? And do parents know the how? of home discipleship? Do parents know the why of home discipleship? Do parents know the how of home discipleship? Now remember, these are questions we we are asking church leaders as they think about their own church. So are the parents in their church uh, being, or know the why of home discipleship? Do they know, like, why is this an important thing? Why would we need to do this? And the second question, do they know the how? So we're going to just focus the rest of our time in this episode on the why. Right? Why is this important? Why is this something we need to cover? The first and most important element of this question of why is, what does Scripture say about it? What does God's Word say about the role of parents as primary disciple-makers in the lives of their kids? Um, There are some key passages that we would need to discuss. We won't have the time to walk all the way through passages like this, But there are some key passages that you just can't look past. We've already mentioned them in the Coaching Corner podcast and you've and the episodes, and you've already heard us in episodes, I mean, in our history of our podcast, talk about these passages. But the first one is Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9. And so many other verses within Deuteronomy. One author put it this way. She said uh, something to the effect of Deuteronomy. finds no better place for the transmission of the faith from one generation to the next than in the home. In other words, uh, Moses, as he wrote the book of Deuteronomy, really sees the home as the primary place of faith transmission from one generation to the next. And within that umbrella, parents are at the helm of that faith transmission from one generation to the next. Deuteronomy 6, in particular, the whole chapter, is a great chapter giving parents practical guidance on how and when 
they should disciple their kids. They, he, Moses even gives a case example later on in the chapter of when a kid asks why we continue to celebrate Passover and have this very specific designated meal, it gives the parents an opportunity to talk about how God delivered them um, from Egypt. I mean, it's a great example and is applicable even today to use the rhythms and the intentional moments that God provides for us in our day-to-day normal lives. Take those opportunities to teach kids about the Lord. Psalm 78, 1 through 8 is another great passage written by Asaph. And in that passage, you see this wonderful um, generational impact passage uh, about how the message we've received, which we now know as the gospel of Jesus Christ, the message we received, we will not hinder that message from going to the next generation. We will pass it along. And it's written from the perspective or written to the people of God. And the implication of the passage is that parents are the ones taking it from one generation to the next in the home. It really provides a really wonderful picture of even, quote-unquote, children yet to be born um, so that they would set their hope in God and not forget his commandments and that they would avoid the sins of their fathers. Um, Just a really, probably one of my favorite family ministry passages. Then you get to passages like Ephesians 5.22 through 6.9, which is called the Ephesian Household Code. Uh, And this is where the Apostle Paul, there's one very similar in the book of Colossians, This is where the Apostle Paul lays out what a Christian home is supposed to look like. So what is a marriage supposed to look like? How are kids um, called to relate to their parents in obedience? What does that have to do with the Ten Commandments, right? But also in Ephesians 6, 4, Fathers, do not exasperate your children, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. So men are called in a unique, not better, but a unique way um, to lead their home like pastors, Right, like pastors. It's it's kind of like this. People like Jonathan Edwards, Martin Luther, Charles Spurgeon, and many more have referred to the Christian home as like a church. And for fathers, uh, these men have also, these pastors, these uh, heroes of the faith have, have mentioned men as like pastors to this like church, the home. They are not pastors of their home directly or officially, but they are like pastors. And their home is not a church and yet that is like a church. And the father is called alongside his wife to shepherd the kids that God has given them. Now listen, these are three passages that if we missed them, if we skipped over them, we would be doing you and ourselves a disservice. However, there are so many more. There is a book coming out, and we're going to do a whole podcast on it, but I have co-written a book with uh, Mark Halleck. He's my pastor. And the book is called Every Kid Matters, How Your Church Can Effectively Shepherd the Next Generation. And there's an appendix in the back of the book. Uh, It's actually written by Dr. Richard Ross. And in that, you have verse after verse after verse after verse after verse from the beginning of the Bible to the end of the Bible describing God's heart for the parent-child relationship, how parents and children are meant to relate to one another. Um, And so in that book, you'll be able to see far more verses for you to dive into and get the full context of these passages and of these verses. But what you'll find when you dive into these three passages that we mentioned today, and maybe you look at that list in the back of that book, what you'll find is that all over the pages of Scripture, God calls parents to be the primary disciplers of their kids. Practically what that looks like is that God never calls Christian parents to fully delegate the spiritual um, discipleship process, the Christian discipleship journey of their kids to someone else. 
Uh, but praise God, God's given us people like youth pastors, youth pastors, lead pastors, um, to come alongside families to disciple their kids together. And yet, God has never called parents to fully delegate that role to someone else. So back to the question that we started with, right? Do parents know the why of home discipleship? It doesn't matter what city or state or country our ministry goes to. There are always Christians who, in many cases, have been raised in the church who have never heard of the biblical concept of home discipleship. And so churches must ask themselves, do parents know why this is a big deal? Do parents know that they have been commanded um, to disciple their kids? Do parents know that Scripture has uh, methods and um, a framework, if you will, like in Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9, on how they can do that? Do they know the why? Uh, is it is it important enough for them to at least say, man, I didn't realize this was in Scripture, so I must do something about it. That will lead to our next episode, which comes to the how. So it's one thing for a family to know that they are supposed to. It's one thing for parents to know that they are supposed to disciple their kids. But then we got to ask the question, do these same parents in your local churches know how to disciple their kids? And I would give you a little clue here, most do not. And that is a, that includes me when I got started. And still to this day, many times I find myself needing to reach out to others to get help on how to disciple my own kids. Nobody has it figured out. But in this podcast and in our ministry, we want to ask questions like this to make it more likely that home discipleship will become the norm instead of the exception in Colorado and beyond. We are praying that God would bring a revival in this, not just in our cities and states, but all over our country and world, that churches, regardless of their budget, regardless of their staff size, could see parents equipped, encouraged, and sent out to disciple their kids, and that their family could be used by God to bring the Great Commission of Jesus Christ all over the planet. Thank you so much for being a part of this episode. If you have questions, feel free to reach out, frank at famtime.com. We would love to hear from you. And if you have questions about our consultation ministry, feel free to ask, reach out to us. We would love to have a free consultation call with you in which we explore the possibilities. God bless you. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Fam Time podcast. Please subscribe and leave us a review so that more families can be equipped and encouraged. For more information about Family Time Training, visit us online at famtime.com.